Hello, and welcome to Postcards from Palisade, the podcast that's all about the people and places that make this slice of Western Colorado wonderful. I'm your host, Lisa McNamara. Today I'm talking to Danny Tebenkamp, the owner of Paddleboard Adventure Company. Keep listening to learn about the fun and unique events Danny and his team host. Paddleboard yoga or a community float, anyone? Find out what airboarding is, and hear why Palisade is where Danny wants to be. Strap on your life jacket and remember the warmth of summer on this early spring day. Let's float down the river with Paddleboard Adventure Company. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. My name is Danny Tebenkamp. Our business is Paddleboard Adventure Company. We do paddleboard rentals as well as ducky rentals and tube rentals uh, for the river and lake. Um, we also do lessons for those who want to learn how to paddleboard, whether flat water or uh, if they want to get on the river and do uh, river paddleboarding, we do that. And then we just do tours as well. People want to get on the river and just basically we just have a uh, uh, we call it the subsquatch, so we do tours on that where people get on the one big board together and we just take them down the river or we do e-bikes as well, e-bike rentals and e-bike wine tours, which have become quite popular. And where are you located? We have a couple locations, but we started in Steamboat Springs, so we have a shop there and then we have a kiosk at Pearl Lake State Park mm-hmm. up near Steamboat and then we have our Palisade location. How yeah. long have you been here in Palisade? This will be our third season, so 2021, yes. Think about that. Is that right? Yes, that is right. That was your first thing. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you decide to expand over to Palisade? Well, it's kind of a, well, not a long story, but the short of it is we, you know, we've been in Steamboat for a while, just kind of getting over the cold and the snow, and we had a buddy who honestly wanted to move from the front range for a certain number of reasons and we were looking to kind of just be around him more as well and we had some friends here also in Palisade and we're like well if he's moving to Palisade and we want to get out of the snow and we have other friends out here we got great access to rivers out here we decided to just kind of start looking into it and and searching we we came across a house here so we bought a house here because we wanted to be local we want to eventually be local and live here but I mean, six months after we bought, our buddy reached out to us and said, "Hey, we have a space that's for rent. Do you want to do you want to rent paddleboards out of it?" And so that kind of began the story of like, "Oh, well, if we're going to live in Palisade, we might as well have like a little business here too. And we'll just expand our paddleboard company." So, what made you originally decide to open your own business, and specifically this business, so gear rental and tours and things like that? Well, um, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur. I have another company back in Steamboat, and the company is a great company, but it's not an exciting company. Um, it didn't really feed my adventure, adventure spirit. So back in '09, I decided to branch out and do something that was more down the vein of what I wanted to do, which is back in the day, it was back in '09, it was we did wakeboard, wake surf lessons, we did backcountry what was called airboarding uh, trips. We did snow kiting, a bunch of crazy things. And a couple of them took off. A couple of them met, you know, just uh, limitations with whether permits or insurance or competition. So back in 09, I was kind of toying with paddleboarding because I had seen a guy doing it on a river. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I started in 09 just kind of doing it on my own in the river and, and lakes. And then in 2012, I just changed my company 
to paddleboard events or steamboat paddleboard adventures because we were just a steamboat and we just did solely paddleboards back in uh, 2012 and I just started from there just kind of expanding out and growing my fleet and just at that time it was like the new and hot thing well actually wasn't at that time was still kind of people like what are you doing on a river with that thing but um yeah, so that's right, kind of the start of it. It was more of like a flat water thing. Yeah, it was like a waves, flat water thing or even, even ocean that was thing. New. Yeah. Uh, before we go forward, air, what did you, airboarding and airboarding, snow? And snow kiting, yeah. yeah. What yeah. is airboarding? Airboarding, it's really fun. We, um, yeah, so we take people with, by snowmobile into the backcountry and we, they're inflatable like sleds that you ride face first, like kind of like a boogie board. Oh. And they have molded runners so you can actually carve through the powder and you can get some good speed. And I mean, it was actually quite popular. I had, I had people come back every year to do it. And then eventually insurance and permits were just were just uh, a pain and not worth it. But it was fun for a couple of years there doing it. But it's a, it's, a, it's a great way to enjoy the snow if you don't want to, or alternative way if you don't want to always snowboard or ski or... And so then I'm imagining that snow kiting is that like kiteboarding, but with a snowboard. Yeah, that just yeah, what they do on the ocean, but doing it on uh, the snow. Yeah. Mm. So that this was... is like a little bit tamer now. Yes. <laughs> well, some of the white water I wouldn't call tame, but yeah, around here it's it's you know it's it's not unless you're going out to Westwater and running those big class three rapids. It's mostly tame around here, so it's which is what most people want. And that's mm-hmm. that's what we're going <laughs> to offer. So the other thing that I think is really interesting about what you do here is that you have a bar and shop. What made you decide to add on a bar? Well, it's kind of been a dream of mine to, to, uh, to have a bar, but I didn't really just want a bar. And so I think it's a great marriage of, you know, we're just an opera bar, meaning that we're just a place you land after the day's activity. And opera means after an event or after an activity. Um, and so... We, we think it's just really cool to have a space when people come back from whatever adventure, whether they've rented from us or done a, an activity with us or whether they're just biking by or hiking by or done with a hike somewhere or, or bike ride somewhere and they can sit down, belly up at the bar and tell a story. And I feel like having a drink in hand is probably the you know best way to do it. So it's just a cool marriage of the two. I want to hear what they, what they experienced. If I didn't take them out, I want to know, well, how was it out there? And mm-hmm. we'll have a beer while you're telling me that. Sorry, is that the... I can unplug that thing. It is pretty loud. You may unplug it? I think it's my cooler. Yeah, no, it's just... Okay. Oh, 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 there you go. That too. <laughs> okay. Um, or do we go back and say all that again? Anyway, it's just a cool marriage of having a place for people to land after their, you know, paddleboarding or... Um, you know, biking, you know, they don't, whether they rent from us or do an activity with us, it didn't, doesn't really matter. It's just kind of cool to have a place after the day's activity to, to land. You know, it's really big in the ski industry. And so we just kind of brought it to the, the paddleboard industry where you come here and have a drink and tell us your story from the day. And, you know, because I've always hated it when people would rent something, they would just come and drop their gear and leave. I'm like, oh, I don't even know. I tried to talk with them, but they want to get on and have a drink somewhere. And we're like, well, shoot, now I can provide that. I think it's the best cut little secret bar in town too. You know, it's such you. a welcoming space, and you've got board games laid out on the tables, and really good pricing. And yeah, yeah. thank you. What about the name? So the sneak line. <laughs> I, it's probably some term that I just don't know. No, yeah, you're, it gets well. It's it's intentional to have it kind of uh, unknown. It's a river, it's river slang. You know, as you're scouting a rapid to run it via raft or paddleboard, or whatever you. 
you just have to, to see what's the best way through. And sometimes it's, you know, going through the meat of it. We call that punching the meat. And sometimes it's called uh, sneaking by it. It's a sneak line. There's sometimes in big rapids that might have a consequence if you hit the big wave. You're like, oh, I need to get around that. And you just take the sneak line around it to keep yourself safe or to keep maybe people on the raft that don't want to get super wet or get flipped. Or, so, so yeah, that's just, it's, it's a cool little me- uh, meld of, melding of, I think that's the right word, melding of the word, uh, or melding, that does not sound right. And then, you know, also someone had said, well, it's actually kind of cool, um, who knew nothing about it being a river thing, so you're kind of like off the beaten path, so like to get here, you kind of have to take the sneak Ooh. line to get, because people don't know where we're at. That's good. So, yeah, I like that too. I didn't think about that when we made the name. Um, what's the biggest challenge of running your own business? Well, currently it's just staffing. I think um, most people probably would agree with that. It's just, there's a lot of places I could expand and do this model elsewhere, but I just don't have the, the personnel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Palisade, I do have a great manager and I have a couple returning staff year to year, so that's helpful. There's still a couple of holes to plug, but. Uh, on steamboat once the summer hits i i can rarely get down here because i'm so busy in steamboat because up there it's hard to find people to work mm-hmm. uh, more so than palisade mm-hmm. um, so that's one of the biggest challenges the other thing is being spread between three locations and trying to give my equal time to all of them and making sure the locals and my employees know that i care that i'm not a distant owner who just doesn't care mm-hmm. that could be a lot of time travel and a lot of extra longer days if I'm traveling from one place to the other. I think those are the yeah. two challenges. I mean, yeah. and then just making sure the books are... <laughs> oh. You're in the black most end of seasons and not in the red because then you're... I, I mean, I feel like with Palisade, we're still in our third year, so this year should hopefully get us over the top more so. And, um, you know, Steamboat and Palisade, uh, Pearl Lake um, have a little more uh, history and, and momentum, so they do a little better, but... Yeah, that's what it is. It's part of the business, or part of the growing pains. Mm-hmm. What's the best part about it? Oh, man, just, I think just getting customers, uh, meeting people, and then getting those people um, out on the water to do something they've never done before, or just to have an experience with family and friends, to know that we're providing a service that people are getting to do things that they haven't done, or, but this is mm-hmm. kind of a cool industry where, yeah, that's about it's about the people, and then yeah, it's really cool to, when you get good employees. That's I have a few in Steamboat and a couple here that just come back year after year, and they just those are fun connections. What I think is really cool about what y'all do is that it's not just about gear rental. Like you have a lot of really fun events, and even yeah. the rentals that you do are wild. Like the <laughs> Sub Squatch. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with that. So can you describe what it is a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah, so Subsquatch, um, it's just, it's a big paddleboard. So it's um, it's about 15 feet in length and about eight eight feet wide, I think. Uh, could be, don't quote me on that, but, um, you know, it. we put usually put six people on there with a guide. Um, it could be less than six. You know, if we're not floating down the river, just sitting on the lake, I'll cram as many people on there as want to go, and they can just have fun on it, like. We rent a big one at Pearl Lake, and it's a great little barge for a party barge for wedding parties or kids. It's like a big, ba- it's a great babysitter for parents. Like, hey, I want to put all ten of my kids on this board and push them out in the lake, and I can sit on the shore and not be annoyed. That's <laughs> you know, because if you're all on your own paddleboard or your own ducky, you're not, you know, you might be socializing a little bit as you're floating down the river, but people can kind of like just go off and do their own thing in that situation. But on a subsquatcher, all stuck together. 
Yeah, and so this year I'm excited. We have two new. Unfortunately, the one we had the last two years is getting retired. It's just so beat up. But we're bringing in two new ones that I don't know if they'll hold as many people, but they'll be. I think it'll be four people with a guide. But it's you can get both of them and we could dock them together. But yeah, the subsquatch is um, just a, a unique. Yeah, it gets everyone by by surprise. What is that? Do you include a guide just because it's so big to manage on mm-hmm. the river? Yeah, yeah, just for protection of the people on the on the subsquatch, um, and also just for protection of the subsquatch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know those are not they're not cheap, so we just yeah. like to have the the managed by a guide. And, makes sense. Um, well, it makes it a cooler experience too, yes. because then you know people just get to float, and it's mm-hmm. totally unique. Right. So that's cool, and yeah. then. Something like sub yoga, it just completely blows my mind. Like I'm not, I yeah. can't do yoga on ground. <laughs> and there's like a picture of somebody on your website standing on their head on a paddleboard. Oh gosh, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> like, how does that even work? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the standing, the the headstands, you know, um, that's not for everyone. That's really only the yogis that. I mean, it's probably not something we we never tell have people do those things because <laughs> that's not what we're trying to land, but. Yeah, I think it's uh, interesting. Um, get that question all the time. I don't. You can't do it on the land. I was like, well, the worst case on water, you're gonna fall in the water. But you, our instructors aren't gonna like. They're, it's very basic yoga on the paddleboard, and it's amazing. Just even just being on a paddleboard and doing some of the the minor things or the yoga moves. It's you get off the board and you just feel just energized. Your core's worked out. You'll feel it the next day, and it's just a it's just a fun way to get out of a sweaty studio mm-hmm. crowded studio and get an open air and fresh air and mm-hmm. um you know like the worst case you're going to get wet as i tell people and so are you going to be offering those classes again this year we have three on the calendar right now called float and flow so we'll do yoga on a flat on flat water and then we'll get on the river and just kind of float down mm-hmm. so yeah very cool can you talk a little bit more about the guided line tours on the e-bikes yeah. Um, like a set route or set wineries, or you just kind of go where people want to go? No, we do have a, well, we're working on a set route, and I think it's, um, I could almost say it's official. We'll know this weekend, but we we have three, so it's four hours, but we do three three stops. Oh my gosh, and I'm, I'm forgive me, I'm going to need your help on this. The first place we go is Miaison. Um, oh, Miaison. Uh, don't ask me to pronounce things, yes. but I know what you mean. Okay. Oops. Apparently, we are both beyond hopeless with pronunciation, because the winery that we're talking about here is Verazin Vineyards. Thanks to Sharpeard listener Karen for pointing out the error. Now, back to the previously recorded podcast. Just remember, Verazin, Verazin, Verazin. Yes, so I'm sorry for listening to this. I can never say your name, but they're really great people. Um, mm-hmm. And why we, we stopped there first is they do the whole, like, wine tasting experience mm-hmm. Maison is really cool with that they give us the whole how do you taste wine how do you know if it's you know just all those things so that's a really cool experience so then we go from there to Talbots and Charles is really great so they you know get their tasting but then he gives the whole tour of the agricultural side and how they do like their ciders and all that so it's kind of drink in hand you get to see the you know the behind the scenes that a lot of people don't get to see um, and then this one's not a f- official, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Clark's, they got the, uh, the distillery right on the river, so it's kind of a cool place to land where they can now, people can get food because at this point they could be hungry or want a snack. 
um, which I heard Talbots is actually doing food too, so there might be a couple options. But Clark's is nice, and then now we have like mixed drinks involved. So people want to try a cocktail, they can have a cocktail there. And they can also, so Clark's also has a dock on shore off the river now. So mm-hmm. then people can see the river and like, hey, next tomorrow, if you want to get on the a paddleboard with us, we can float on by here, and or you can float on by here and stop for a cocktail, or you can just be with us and we can float this river that you can now see from Clark. So. Okay. That's kind of our one, two, three punch. And then they'll land back here at the sneak line. And well, we always offer a drink here if they want any more drinks mm-hmm. as part of the, the wine tour. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's a really nice variety of things. Yeah. And what, what would you, it's a good distance too. What would you say it's about mileage wise? Probably more. Maybe like six to eight. Maybe? Yeah. Cause you're going, I mean, it's actually a nice little route cause you go toward. That's not that bad. Okay. Because you go go toward town, then you go up on the East Orchard Mesa, and then you get that nice little loop around the river. So it's actually a really cool scenic one, too. Yeah, maybe yeah. six, eight miles, yeah. Yeah, and you're on an e-bike, too. So exactly. if you want a little assist, you got it, especially going up the hill. Right, going up 38, yeah, it can be a little... But yeah, we've tested, tried and chewed our bikes, make it up there, even with the steepness of the hill. What other events are you planning here in Palisade this season? Um, we got quite a, a, a variety of things. You know, we're going to go back to some of the standards from last year, which was, you know, the um, open mic. Um, well, it's not open mic, I should say. It's uh, story story night. So we have we, the mic's open and we have a theme and people come and tell their, the story based on the theme. Um, so we did that about three or four times last year. So we'll do that again throughout the season. We have our community floats, which once a month, but those are always popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those will be the pride float, which... Last year, I think we had over 50 people. So this year, we're bracing for, I think, we've already had people calling on that. That's become quite popular, the awesome. Pride Float. That's in June. Okay. Um, and so can people rent um, their, if they don't have their own docky or kayak or something, can they rent here too for yep. the community boats? We're typically rented out on, like, yeah. So it's like get mm-hmm. your get the gear early so yeah. you can have it. Because if you don't have it, we can rent it to you as long as we have it in inventory. Right. <laughs> um, so we'll do the, uh, you know, so the floats, the the story time. Um, we got a couple historical nights that we'll, you know, we did it last year, bring in the historical society and just open our bar and people, to, to, they could tell us the stories of Palisade or whatever theme, um, you know, we suggest or they suggest. We have the yoga we've talked about already. Uh, we will do, we work with Harmony um, the animal shelter, I think it's Harmony. Yeah, and we brought them. We'll do like a dog adoption, dog wash day, which was fun. We had, I think we saw like four dogs adopted last year. So that was a cool event. Um, well, and we have a couple other just fundraisers we're still planning. We'll do our bike palisade, which will be every mm-hmm. third Thursday. Not in April, but starting in May, we'll be doing that through the summer. And let's see what I'm missing. At best, I tell people like, you know, to stay up to date, you just got to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. That's usually where it's the best, you know. Our website doesn't keep up with all that because it's so much of it, but follow mm-hmm. us. Um, on yep. Yeah, you're Instagram. good about posting things on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, good. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. where you're going to find what we're doing. Yep. And then, you know, we're this last year, and we'll continue forward with this. Like, we did a fall festival in October. We had some axe throwing, food trucks. It was a really cool time. And then we did Artisan Market in December, and then we'll... We did like a ski and snowboard wax party in February. So, you know, even though we're closed in the off season, we kind of do an event a month just to keep our name out there and people know that we're we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> we're all in it together. Well, it's also really fun kind of unique things that you're offering for the community that yeah. other people aren't really doing too. So it's cool. Like you seem to be finding the little, finding the interesting little niches that other people kind of aren't. 
working on right now? Yeah, I think you know, it just goes back to we, you know, we're gonna live here. We just want we're local. We want to. I know we have a we live in Steamboat, but we also we're not trying to be those guys that aren't connected to their community. We want to be connected. And that's the best way to do it is through these events, and so that's been cool. Uh, what What are you most excited about for this upcoming season? Oh man, I think uh, I think we're just hitting stride, hitting our stride, and this Palisade specifically, just because we. You know, we're in our third year, got good traction with everything we're doing. We're bringing on, like I said, some new boards, some new events. We got, like, just a lot of new, just, there's a new buzz. It seems like people have been talking sooner than in years past. Like, okay, we're ready, we're excited. You know, the e-bikes, e-bikes you know, that's, I think we're going to see some new um, new traction with that, too, because we've been doing it for now and our wine tours I've heard from people like they like to do it that way mm-hmm. uh, um, what we've been doing just kind of handheld guided like we're, we got you here's where we're going to take you mm-hmm. and you're going to see some really cool things and then Pearl Lake the other thing we just started a bar there last year so we have a lakeside bar so that's I'm, I just I mean I could work there every day I'm just <laughs> sitting on the shore you know renting boards and I think there's there's a lot of buzz going on right now for what we're doing and I'm excited just to do what I need to do to help out where I need to help out. So I'm expecting a busy summer for myself. Yeah, I'm excited to get started. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, the river's going to be amazing, too, with all the snowpack yeah. that we've oh, had yeah. building up. and So we should have, hopefully, a, a nice maintained river season. Yeah. Sorry. That's nice okay. maintained river season. Yeah, you the sounds it. of the shop. You're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the last couple of questions are more about Palisade. Uh-huh. So what's your favorite thing about the community here in Palisade? Oh man, I think well, it's fun to like go to certain places and just see people you know from certain walks of of life around town, you know, and you know be able just to strike up a conversation. You know, they they say you know as you're shopping or you're out and about, don't plan to you know what you think might be a 20 minute stop at the grocery store is going to be like probably 45 to an hour because you're going to talk to people. So. That's just a mindset that, you know, back in Steamboat years ago, that's kind of what it was, and I miss mm-hmm. that. You know, Steamboat's just such a hustle-bustle and busy. You see people, but everyone's in such a rush now. Mm-hmm. Here, everyone's still, like, the slow pace. Anywhere you go, you're going to run to somebody that you you know or kind of know, but, the, the, you know, they're so friendly, they're going to talk to you. It's like, hey, aren't you that guy, or how do I know you? So I just love the, the community aspect of just the, just the closeness, um, and everyone's in it. Kind of, we're all in it together, you know. Mm-hmm. As these events we've done, I've just I get a good handful of people that come every time, and it just it's a close knit. Um, so that's one of my favorite things. Um, I just I mean, and just the opportunity of just the the many activities that 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 from here you can go into that you can springboard into, um, whether it be up on the, the mesa or on the river right here through town, you know, or going out west. So I just think um, it really affords anyone who lives here to get outside and you know do an adventure so those are probably my top two things i I like about palisade same (laughs) (laughs) if and when you get a day off if you get a day off Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's your favorite thing to do with your time well i mean i kind of one of those guys that rule from the philosophy of work hard play hard and I, i i'm very good at putting not to pat myself on the back but putting events on the calendar even during the summer like i'm a big river rat uh, obviously but you know not always paddleboarding like we have our own raft and uh, my family and I have done multiple river trips and um, so we have a couple already planned this summer where I just like I like well guys I'm I'm leaving you know don't 
don't burn the ship or don't sink the ship. I'm going to be gone for a week on this trip to whatever river. And so we just, we just love that time with our family and friends to get on the river and, and just be rowing for a few days, going through white water, camping out in the stars. So um, if I only have an afternoon, well, it depends on what kind of, what the season is. Like in springtime, you'll see me surfing the river wave and steamboat every day, um, which is someday I'm hoping we'll have here. If I can be in the water, I mean, I'll be in the water (laughs) or near the water. They were going to do a river park here at one point, Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like too many challenges with the canal. Yeah, and there's there's still going to be some challenges. I think there's just, uh, you know, where they put it is kind of key. And the agriculture industry just needs to be, you know, not convinced, but just be, what am I trying to say, that needs to let them know we're not taking your water. We're just mm-hmm. as it's going to to your land, as it's going to water your crops. It's we're just going to surf it as it's passing through. Yeah. It's like we're not taking it. It's still going to get to your land and where it needs to go. That's <laughs> it's got to it's got to move from A to B. So <laughs> as it's moving, I might as well surf it. Right. But you know, we just need to have the certain things in place to make it surfable. Yeah. So and I mean, there's so many mountain towns that have proven it to be effective model and a very um, profitable model, um, you know, BB Salada probably the lead leaders in that, but you know, hasn't hurt anything down there. So, I mean, get a surf wave in a canal, that'd be the easiest thing. It's already constricted. You could just put a little, it's, yeah, it'll never happen. Um, unless you get somebody who's a big river surfer that owns like a lot of land and agriculture and says, this is, this is what I do to make it happen in my canal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, I could no, talk I all day. I'm super passionate about it. Who would you most like to hear from on a future episode? Oh, of, of your show? Yeah. Or your podcast? Oh, man. Um, Rondo, Charles over at Talbot's, or Bruce, well, you know, some of the, maybe both those guys. So. Jeff and Jody, they're doing a lot as far as just talent and positive mm-hmm. growth. Um, and I think Katie over at Delivery, she's a really good friend of ours. She's the bar manager over there, mm-hmm. and she's also been super helpful for us, so... Yeah, I think those are a lot of people, but there you go. I'm curious yeah, no, what great. they would all say. Thank you so much. Yeah, for your thank time. you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You were actually one of the first people that I told, like the first few people oh, I yeah. told about this idea <laughs> last year. Oh. Even like the first time I met you, you just have such a warm and like welcoming attitude. Well, thank you. <laughs> and um, I'm sure that's why people love to come back here. And you well, know, well, well, that's it's, great. It's I wonder awesome. if my kids would agree on that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's a great idea. I think good on you. I mean, I'm always for the entrepreneurial spirit, and I feel like I've had a few people help me out along the way. Well, not a few, a lot. So it's kind of past paying it forward as I go forward, looking for those opportunities and helping out where I can. But Well, I really appreciate it. And yeah. Cheers to the first podcast, guys. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. If you're looking for something different to do this summer, Paddleboard Adventure Company is a great place to start your search. You can keep up with the latest by following their socials. Facebook is just Paddleboard Adventure Company Western Slope. I think that's the same for Instagram. Um, and it's also, if you go to our webpage, paddleboardadventurecompany.com, the links to those are, are there. Danny and his team are working hard to build their piece of the community here in Palisade. They're a great reminder that community is what you make it. 
Postcards from Palisade podcast is available on all major podcast distribution platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Find us and subscribe now so you never miss an episode. We also have a website, postcardsfrompalisade.com, where latest episodes and links to more information are posted. If you're interested in being on the show or if you have ideas for a future show, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at lisa at postcardsfrompalisade.com. Thanks so much for listening. With love, from Palisade.